Hey, hey, everyone. It's uh, Tuesday Takeaways, and I am streaming uh, today on StreamYard. I am live streaming into my group, Women to Women in Real Estate, on Facebook. If you'd like to join, uh, drop me um, a DM, and I will send you a link for that. And we're live streaming on YouTube today. How about that? So I am juggling a few things here. This is like something new for me. And I wanted to chat with you guys today about the Florida Realtor Conference and also why I love going to conferences. And so if we haven't met, I'm Michelle Belisari. I am a real estate agent in Boca Raton, Florida, servicing Palm Beach County and Broward County. So I go from Fort Lauderdale to the Palm Beaches. I'm right in the middle. I work by referral and I love social media. I'm a mom of millennials and I love sharing all things branding, niches. I'm a little bit of a niche witch and all the goodness that's out there that I'm learning from um, my travels and journeys. And some of you may know me from being on Clubhouse, which if you're a clubhouse person, you you know. If you know, you know. So I want to get in, into this really quickly. So, you know, uh, we didn't have live conferences for quite some time. And now we are back with live conferences. Last week, there were four conferences going on. There was Florida Realtor uh, Conference. There was Tom Ferry. There was Build. And there was um, KW. All at the same time, same week. Crazy, right? It would be nice if the organizers would get their calendars out, like here's my 2023 calendar, and kind of plan a little bit better so we could go to more of those events. But this year we didn't. So the good news is a lot of us were FaceTiming, sharing, we're doing wrap-ups, um, what we took away from the conferences. So if you listen to my podcast, In the Hive with Michelle B, it's on all the podcasting platforms, you know I have talked about going to conferences probably a couple times over the years and the value that you get from conferences. And so it's just so, so important that you do get to go to some of these conferences. And let's face it, it's a great place for all of us to network, to connect in real life, to um, great bread, I guess is the best way to put it. There's nothing better than going to a conference. It's great to go to see the speakers. Um, sometimes um, you're a little past the basics and the 101s. So maybe there's a breakout session you need to go to. Don't go to the same stuff all the time. But a lot of what happens happens in the hallway, right? The magic happens in the hallways where you're networking, you're sitting there, you're having conversations, and you're learning about someone else's business, you're getting takeaways from them about um, what, what's working for them and what's not working for them. Um, maybe it will allow you to uh, set up um, a mastermind here and there, accountability here and there with different people from the um, conferences that you go to. So I've had the pleasure of going to several conferences over the years. Florida Realtors is one of them. Inman Connect Las Vegas, I was at that in 2019. Awesome. Loved it. Um, I've been to NAR, National Association of Realtors. That is coming up in Orlando as well in November. So if you're going to go to NAR, 
please ping me. I'm in Boca. It's under three hours for me to get there. So I'll, I'll be up there for at least a day or two. Uh, FAR, which is Florida Realtors, if you're a Florida Realtor, uh, ping me. That's always in August. And there's all these other conferences going on. And so now what I'm doing is I'm coordinating with everybody to see where people are going. What, I think we're going to put together a master list, by the way. Um, if that's something you're interested in, please let me know, and I will make sure that you get a copy of it. But we've been discussing it in Workplace. I'm with Real Broker. We have Workplace as our gathering because we are virtual, and it came up. So I think we're going to set up something, <laughs> which will be great. Um, but conferences are good. And when you have a really good keynote speaker, it's even better. And so at this year's Florida Realtor Conference, Martha Stewart was the keynote. Now, I've been following Martha for a long time. I had the pleasure of meeting her many years ago here in Boca. Uh, she was launching something. I can't remember what it was, but was engaging. She's smart. She's savvy. She gets it. And as she said, like she's 81 and she's still curious. And that is my first takeaway. She's still curious. And that's huge. So for someone like myself, I just turned 60. I'm curious. I'm interested. I'm fascinated. And I think these are all really great things as realtors, that if you stay curious um, and you want to continue learning, it's going to serve you well in your business. So I took some, took some notes here. And, you know, she has her company, Omni Media. You know, she talked about earned media, which I've talked about before on my podcast. I've talked about it in webinars. Getting earned media versus paid media, she definitely talked about, look, if you can get published, if you can be in a webinar, if you can be in a podcast, this is a great way for you to start branding yourself. Um she said, be an expert, you know, and we hear this a lot in our business, we'll be the expert. Well, how do you become the expert? Well, you've got to figure out what is going to work for you and what you're passionate about and what you enjoy doing. Um, I don't think you can be an expert in something if you don't, right? So I love working with real estate niches, probate, seniors, and divorce. Those are things I'm passionate about. I understand them. And I'm really an expert specialist when it comes to working with my families that are having to sell property, right? And people that are in that situation having to sell property. So be the expert. I love, love, love that. She said, um, leverage yourself. We talk about that a lot too, right? About um, leveraging yourself in our um, business and Hello, Eric Larkin in the house. Hey, Eric, Michelle, how are you? Sure, too. Thanks for joining. So I'm just going over these points that I made on my phone. And you think you heard me say um, leverage. So this is my friend, Eric Larkin, Cocoa Beach Insider. Hey, everybody. He is just up the road at the Space Coast. And um, we worked together at Real Broker. And we were both there. We, we had a booth at the show we were at the trade show um but we were so very excited to see martha stewart so i just mentioned being an expert was one of the things that she talked about and then leveraging yourself something i really like really what she talked about was don't be afraid to try new things because she you know she mentioned she's 81 years old and she is trying TikTok. she's doing youtube she's collaborating with folks and she's yeah. doing things that 
are outside of her comfort zone to yeah. see if they work for her or not. And she's finding success with it. Granted, she is Martha Stewart. She does have this fabulous brand. But if somebody who's 81 years old could be on TikTok trying things out and being successful in it, why can't I do it too? And the funny thing was, I believe she said she's effing 81. She and did, yeah. I'm keeping it PG. Lost it. It was it was probably the best part of the whole conference because it was so out of left field, but it was so Martha. <laughs> so it was so, a yeah, good thing. It's a good thing. So yeah, so she talked about um about TikTok and she's like, what did she say? She'd gone on a trip to China with her grandson, I think is what she had talked about, and they were doing TikTok. And so when she came home, she's like, you know, you you learn to embrace Instagram. And then you embrace TikTok and whatever else is coming down to help brand yourself as the go-to and the expert. And um, that was a big takeaway for me. Um, you know, I talked before you jumped in about the curiosity to learn and grow. Okay. And when you have that curiosity, it, it definitely um, helps build your brand because you're not stuck on just one thing. And I think that's how she's grown so big. And she was smart enough to be aware when they were in China with her grandkids to see what other people are doing in a, in a completely different world and seeing where yeah. the attention was at. And she wanted to know how she can get to where the attention's at, whether that's the demographic she was working for or not, you know, just cause she's seeing kids that are doing it there. They, they could be influencing their parents' decisions where um, somebody younger is, on this and they see mm -hmm. something that's trending or entertaining to them and their parents are planning on buying a car and it's somebody who's selling cars that are on the phone doing their TikToks. It could be a direction that they influence their parents to go to. And, you know, we've heard that from some of our friends in real estate who I think our friend Brad McCallum had a situation where somebody saw a TikTok that he did and it, it's almost like a trickle down. You know, so if you're worried that your audience might not be on one of the platforms, someone related to your audience might be. So don't overthink it. Just be consistent with your message and consistent with your brand. And something I always like to recommend is, you know, you, you've got the one or two platforms that you focus on that you're very comfortable with that you've become a master of. That's a good time then to maybe expand and try something new or if you're not going to get on it yourself to 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 ecosystem to learn it to see how it functions see if you can connect with other realtors or whatever your your business is so you can see what they're doing that could be successful and see if it's something you could repeat yourself yeah and by the way martha loves real estate and she definitely um talked about some of the purchases that she's done over the years and how she's enhanced the property. So for those of you that are thinking of investing too, she's a very savvy real estate investor. Um, and she showed some pictures of before and afters of her farm, which were remarkable, um, which leads me to where she said, your home is your laboratory. And I loved that comment. Um, and she's not talking just about cooking. You know, she's talking, your home is your laboratory. That's where you can be creative. 
Um, I know for me, I think that's where I'm most creative is in my own home for whatever reason. What about you? I do most of my content creating right here. So yeah, um, granted, um, my camera's facing the other direction. I'm not usually like this, but yeah. definitely I do most of my stuff here or from the house. I like to run in the mornings and a lot of things bounce around my head on what I plan on doing, whether it's content on Instagram, YouTube, or whatever yeah. it might be. A lot of the thoughts bounce through my head as I'm doing through my routine right from my house. So hundred percent. There you go. Um, she started also talking. I loved her Kmart story. So for those of you that don't know my background, but Eric and I have a little overlap. I worked for Warner Lambert selling consumer health products, many household names that, you know, Eric was with Publix and I called 18 years Publix. of my life. Most yeah. definitely. And I was with Warner Lambert for 10. And so she started talking about Kmart and that was actually one of my accounts back then. It was the most successful big box retailer. It was really before target before Walmart Kmart was basically where we went. And when she decided to do a branding deal with Kmart, her, her folks were like, Oh no, 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 don't do that. And she used this word, which kind of, I still blows my mind. She said, they said, well, it's Kmart's just for poor people. And I was just like, I was like almost offended by that. You know, I just like, really? But to her point, she's like, whoa, wait a second. You have towels and sheets that are terrible. They're itchy. They don't feel good. They're and horrible colors. Colors were horrible. What were the colors again? Black, red, and blue, probably, but they were very boring, generic colors. And horrible. she brought in a whole line of pastels and whites, and you know, very and Martha Stewart-like. Yeah, yeah, they were. And but but she went with her gut. She felt in her gut that this was the right direction to go. And yeah. you got to listen to that gut instinct. I think listening to your gut is huge. And when when she and she decided to go with the home good side first, I think with them. And she did an entire bedding line. And I was mentioning to Eric, some of my best sheets I got, believe it or not, they were from a thrift store many years ago. But she did high thread count sheets for Kmart, which normally I think would be like a 400 count, which they're, they're not comfortable. Like when you get that higher thread count, it's very noticeable. And she also said that she was very specific about not having blends, if I recall. So it was like cotton or poly, but not the combo, I believe, if, Correct. I, if yeah. I remember. For, and, for yeah. after the fact, so they can biodegrade is why she wanted Right, exactly. So I was telling Eric, I said, the best sheets I've ever had still to this day are my Martha Stewart sheets. And they, they've held up for years and I got them secondhand. Like, because I love to thrift. If you don't know, I love to thrift. So I loved her Kmart story. And then, you know, she did really well with that. Um, she has a Chardonnay. Uh, doesn't she have a Chardonnay? Yeah, she has a Chardonnay collection now. And people collect her corks. Correct. And that's through um, True Crime is the vin is the vineyard. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's another brand of hers. She and, said. Go and ahead. who introduced her to that brand? Her friend Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. So there you go. Snoop has a, um, a red wine with his face on it. Yeah. So again, 
and everybody's like always so amazed that they're really good friends. And she said, oh, he's such an old soul, you know. Um, but she also said, you know, you got to have a little fun with what you're doing. Right. And at the same time, be aware and agile. And what are we replacing with the word? Pivot? We're going to turn on a dime. Turn on a dime. She is and not a great fan of the PIVOT. I'm actually so glad she said that. It was refreshing. Plus, you know, it's so overused anyway. Yeah. And turn on a dime or something similar to that. I think we could all incorporate. I think so too. So that was really good. She also said, if you have a good idea and you're enthusiastic about it, go with it. So going with your gut again. See, I was very busy taking lots of notes. I don't know if you saw me just hammering down these I notes. Um, she also said, test it out with friends and family. I think there's a caveat to that. Sometimes yeah. you have to test it out with the right friends and family because not everybody's going to be uh, team you. Correct. And they're, they're looking for the fault instead of having an open mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me see what else, what else, what else. Um, new ways, figure out new ways to solve old problems and know your customer. I love that. I, I, I enjoyed all the stories she talked about. You know, she's she's been doing this for over 40 years. And even though 1980s to us doesn't seem too far back, the, the business world was definitely different then than what we're seeing now. It wasn't very woman friendly. And yeah. here she came in and, and broke into it and was very successful with everything that she did. She found her niche to get her base started. And then yeah. she just grew from there. Yeah, exactly. And what was she also saying? Um you know, it was very important to her during the pandemic to keep things going because she has a big staff and a lot of employees, right? I mean, she's yeah, she she wanted to make sure they stayed um, employed and had they were able to take care of their family because she looked at them as her extended family. Yeah, and ironically, the other thing she said about branding, which kind of surprised me in the day that we're in now with social media and YouTube, and we're streaming this on Facebook. She said, television, television is still uber important if you're building your brand. That surprised me. I'll stick with YouTube. That's my version of television. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of interesting, you know? Um, she, she's you know. also on a different level than we are too, because she's, she's also doing the magazine. She has her magazine, which is her mm -hmm. brand. She does have her television spots. Um, she was taught, was it Hulu? She's got a Hulu special um, or TV show that she's working on. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably teamed up maybe with the Kardashians because they're on Hulu now. Yeah. They, and she did mention them and their brand and how important it was to watch how they grew and are so successful now. Yeah. With the multiple brands that Kris Jenner has basically managed. Um, I want to say, speaking of Kris Jenner, who that she's on that series masterclass. I felt like this was a masterclass really in a way to a very large audience, but it didn't feel large. It felt very intimate because she just, I mean, she went and went and went and it was just what, it was exactly what I was hoping for. And I think we all really enjoyed it. She did say it is very hard to have a work-life balance. So she said, you got to kind of make it happen, make do with what you have. 
Yeah, and, and I think all of us who've had any type of success in our business has realized that. And you just have to be aware of where you need to turn on a dime to, to take care of everybody. Yeah. So with that being said, I started off about the importance of going to industry conferences. You want to add your two cents on why you think it's important that agents should go to conferences now that we are back going to live events? Well, the one thing that I think is amazing and it, so you don't realize how powerful it is until you get face to face with it is we know, we know a lot of us through this, we see each other through the various social media platforms, or we've heard of, of people that are on social media, maybe not following them directly. And then to have a chance to meet them face to face is a very powerful connection. That's tenfold versus 10, 15 years ago, we'd go to a conference, there'd be thousands of people and it's hard to really connect with somebody who's not in your clique. With the power of social media, the internet and the web that we have right now, you recognize a lot of people or people recognize you and it's a great opportunity to get face to face and build your network and your connections. It's, it, it's awesome. It really is. I agree. And I think the other thing is too, when you're going to these events, figure out an inexpensive thing that you can take with you that you can give people. So that when they get home, they've got something, yep. you know, and not pens, like think of something outside the box, but that's important too. But something that's very usable that people will, you know, remind you of if you're going to be going to events, you know, have a shirt with your brand on it. You know, like I have my So Boca brand. Trust me, I wear that wherever I am. I have my real broker blinged out. You get your Soboka bag. Yeah. I have my Soboka bag. Isn't great to have if I'm going to have a cocktail, though, because I need like a longer strap so I can put it over my shoulder so I can hold my wine or, <laughs> or whatever it is. That'll be, favorite. that'll be the second bag. I'm, I'm working on it because I need one that just kind of, <laughs> um, you know, priorities. Um, I also mentioned that, um, there were a lot of other events going on the same week. Tom Ferry was going on. KW had something going on and there was something uh, with build. And um, the nice thing is, is that we're all back from these events and many of us are sharing. Uh, we were on a zoom call this morning with real broker that our friend Tim Macy does. And they were doing a whole takeaway from the Tom Ferry event and we are both going to Tom Ferry next year, aren't we? Yep. Yeah, we saw all the posts. And I'll have to watch Tim's um, webinar was, on, on the replay good. because I know there's some good information. But we yeah. definitely secured our tickets because I don't want to miss that next year. No, we, we had a quick conversation. It was like boom, boom, boom. Yep. Um, so we're going to go to Tom Ferry next year. Um, our company, Real Broker, is having our first conference in San Antonio in October. So we're going to be at that. And actually next up for me for conferences, the end of September, I'll be in LA for the IOI summit, which is a um, new tech is mm -hmm. going to be there. There's 20 companies that are pitching their, their, their new software. And we get to choose on who the winner will be in order to get funding from NAR. And it's also talking about the future of real estate with crypto, NFT, and how the blockchain is going to be infiltrated. It already has come into the real estate market. So I'm really looking forward to learn more about that because that's going to be a big play here in the future years if you're going to be a part of the real estate. I love that. And so, you know, I'm going to be doing these Tuesday takeaways 
and have guests like Eric and Thank other you. friends of mine jumping on. And we're happy to share our information. There's really, you know, no agent left behind is really our jam. Um, we had a big event in Orlando and had amazing speakers and everybody just was giving value, giving value in this new, um, you know, change on a dime uh, market that we're in. It's important that you are surrounding yourself with people who don't mind sharing what they're learning. And yes, even, even if I paid for the ticket, I'm still going to share the information. What I like about when you do share it, at least for myself, if I talk about something that I'm learn that I learn or I'm familiar with, it reinforces to me what it was I just went through. So for me to talk about my experience on something or something that I, I have a passion for, if I start talking and explaining it to other folks to teach them what I'm doing, it just reinforces what I'm doing. It makes me a little bit better. So it's, it's a win-win all around. That's awesome. Well, we're going to jump on, like I said, Takeaway Tuesdays in the Hive with Michelle B., and uh, talk more about how you can level up in, in this business. We've got a few more months towards the end of the year. I know this week I was doing a lot of planning. Um, I'm doing a lot more this week. I'm taking this whole week and just everything I implement, learned, I'm implementing. I'm also getting rid of things that aren't serving my brand. But I'm adding in things that I need to add in that will be planting the seeds now. So come January, February, there's no drought. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> this, how do you have a successful first quarter? It starts in September. Exactly. So if you're wanting to know more about YouTube, you can always ask Eric. He's very good with YouTube. Thank if you, you want to know more about branding and real estate niches, that's my jam. I've got some freebies that I'm happy to share with you guys. Just let me know. You can drop a comment to me. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, at the Michelle B. And uh, we are just, you know, Eric and I are, you know, on the same uh, team here. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So we love, you know, sharing information and, um, you know, all that fun stuff. So I hope you enjoyed our tips today and our takeaways about Martha Stewart. It was just fantastic. The conference itself was great. And um, I'd love to hear what conference you're going to go to next. Thanks for joining us today. See you next week. See you. Thanks, Michelle.